All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Fields of Fortune. Uh, If you've been listening from the beginning, you've probably heard me change this podcast name so many times. It it took a lot trying to find a name that I feel like really represented um, me and what I stand for on this podcast, right? Why I'm doing it. So uh, Fields of Fortune is the name, right? Uh, Hosted by yours truly, uh, Christian Fields. Again, uh, your investments major, future financial advisor, and all around just finance dude right here to give some information. So uh, without further ado, man, let's get into it. This episode is going to be about the topic of a recession, right? More specifically, how do we really indicate a recession? And we're talking about by definition, not by speculation, right? So we're going to get into that. But first, uh, as usual, we're going to start off the podcast with a a, uh, market update for the past week. So this is uh, from June 12th to June 16th. Uh, Hedge funds have been shorting treasuries. Now, um, if you are into finance, you probably understand that. But if you don't, you're you're probably confused, right? So let me explain that. Hedge funds, right? These big, um, usually unregulated investment pool companies, right? They pull together all these large investments, usually from wealthy people. There's a a high minimum to get in on hedge funds and they're very risky, but uh, they are shorting or selling U.S. treasuries, meaning uh, U.S. bonds, right? T-bills, T-notes, and uh, T-bonds. They are selling these, hoping that they drop and buying them back at a lower price. Uh, Essentially what that means, right? Now, if they are anticipating a drop in these treasuries, it means that the yields for these treasuries, right, or interest rates are going down, right? Which we've been seeing in the past few months. And I'll get more into that um, as we go into the market in depth. But uh, just from looking at this, we see that these large companies, right, with millions and and usually billions of dollars, actually, for hedge funds uh, are counting on uh, interest rates to go down, right? So for the accredited investor, right? You're, if you're a retail investor, uh, if you're an institutional investor, this is a good sign for you, right? As far as equities go, because um, it means typically means there's going to be a rise in equities as a result of lowering interest rates, right? It also means for the average consumer, you're going to see a decrease um, in the cost of uh, whatever it is you buy at the grocery store, uh, commodities like gas, which we'll get into in a minute, uh, things like that. So if all around, this seems like good news, uh, in my opinion, and I have a bunch of more good news from this week too. Uh, inflation data was released last Tuesday, and it is in at 4%. Uh, the target is 2.7%. Uh, that's what's considered a stable, um, quote unquote, stable inflation amount in the economy. But 4% is, uh, is something to applaud. I mean, last June, a month from now, we were at 9.1%. That's a 40-year high, right? If you remember that, you remember gas prices shooting up to, I mean, $4, sometimes 6 7 depending on the state you were in, right, a gallon. Uh, we are at a good pace now. Uh, inflation has been slowing for the 11th straight month, actually. So uh, hopefully by July, we'll have a year straight of that. And uh, again, relating back to what the hedge funds were doing, we see this interest rate uh, and inflation crisis coming to a a halt, hopefully. Halt may not be the right word, but it is evidently slowing down from what it was uh, starting in the pandemic, right? Uh, Along with that, uh, the Federal Reserve, who released the um, inflation data, also released um, 
some information on interest rate hikes, right? They have paused their interest rate hike after 10 straight interest rate raises in the past year. Now, what that means is um, they essentially, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, they have been raising interest rates uh, to slow inflation, right? To slow business and consumer spending. They decided to not raise interest rates um, this time, right? Uh, because they have seen such a good trend in inflation slowing down, right? That they feel like they don't need to uh, raise it for, for the month of June. And I think that's something that we should all be thankful for uh, because uh, again, we are in this weird space in the economy where we have high interest rates and high inflation, right? And it's, it's you have to raise one to affect the other, right? You have to raise interest rates to lower inflation, but raising interest rates also isn't good, right? It's, it's almost like the lesser of two evils, but high inflation would cause way more damage um, in the long run. So uh, Chairman Powell of the Federal Reserve said the risk of inflation uh, is still to the upside and they may have to see two more raises by the end of the year, by the end of 2023. Um, but for now, things are looking uh, at least stable enough for them not to raise these interest rate, right? So again, whether you're a consumer, investor, uh, this is good news for you. Um, stepping into the market indexes, the S&P was up last week 2.58%, uh, and the NASDAQ was up 3.25%, uh, which represents the market's best week uh, since March. So again, the market has been going strong. I believe economists uh, officially, as of last week or the week before, decided that we are in a bull market, right? Which again is great to hear, but you might be confused um, as to how we're in a bull market, but the word recession is still floating around, right? Which is why this episode um, is very important. Uh, commodities for the last week have had their strongest week since November. Again, these are your tangible assets, uh, your gold, your oil, your silver, um, other precious metals, uh, even orange juice is a commodity. Like you can <laughs> invest in, in anything, right? So these have been up for the past um, November. So let's say, what is that? Uh, seven, eight months, right? Again, all good things all good things uh but we're gonna have to get into why all of that still may or may not mean we are not out of the the recession uh or not from under the recession cloud i should say right so let's get into it uh what is a recession uh by definition a recession is two negative quarters of gross domestic product, GDP, right? GDP is the value of all goods and services produced in a given country. Uh, in this case, of course, the United States. So we have not seen two negative quarters of GDP. Um, however, we have seen some other indicators that would um, influence people to believe that this negative GDP is on its way, right? So we're gonna get into these economic indicators. They're, they're broken down into three categories, leading, coincidental and lagging, right? Your leading, um, excuse me, leading indicators are economic indicators that basically forecast where the economy is going, right? These change either weeks or months before uh, the actual economy follows suit of what they're doing, right? Your coincidental indicators are things that happen simultaneously with the economy. 
that happen alongside the changes, right? So not a predictor. And uh, lastly, your lagging indicators, um, as they sound, are sort of behind the economy, right? What they basically do is confirm what the economy has already done, right? So for the sake of this episode, um, in recession terms, we're going to focus on uh, predicting, right? So we're going to focus on the leading economic indicators and look at some of these um, that we are seeing now in our economy, right? What they could mean, right? Where they could mean we're going, most importantly. So uh, let's jump into it. So economic indicators uh, representing a lead, uh, those that are forecasting the market, right? Are usually things that have to do with um, businesses. And um, I'll read some off right off my sheet. Uh, we have uh, changes in inventories, for example, right? Uh, materials prices, um, the average work week in manufacturing, uh, building permits, um, initial claims of unemployment, right? So we see these uh, changes in businesses, whether they are small or big, that sort of forecast where our economy is going. Um, even machine tool orders are a leading economic indicator, right? So it's these very uh, particular things that I'm sure there's tens more, but these are just a few that uh, we're gonna go over together now. So uh, machine tool orders have been down 38.7% uh, from March to April and almost 14% year to date, right? So from January uh, to June. Now, what that means is uh, lower amounts of machine tool orders mean lower uh, building, right? Lower manufacturing, construction, uh, whatever these tools are being used for. That is a sign of a slowing economy, right? Um, we see people building less things, right? Less supply of uh, whatever they're building means that there's less demand, right? Uh, less demand is another sign of a um, quote unquote recession, but most importantly, it's a contractionary period in our economy, right? So uh, that is something to take note of. And 38.7% is not small, especially for a month. I mean, it is huge. Now, there may be some sort of explanation for this, right? I'll have to look more into, but 38.7% is an enormous drop. Uh, building permits along with that have been down for two straight months. Um, now, it's also important to note that these building permits um, have still been on a, uh, a shaky, uh, how should I say this, a shaky track um, with the raising of housing uh, interest rates, right? I believe they hit around 7% towards the end of last year, right? So we saw uh, people slowing down on, on buying homes uh, for a minute, and this, this quickly turned back around. And of course, if people are slowing down on buying homes, well, building companies aren't gonna waste um, time and money building homes that people aren't buying, right? So uh, slowing on building permits, again, for two months is not something that is strong enough to consider a recession, right? Because again, a recession is two negative quarters, right? That's six months of data, right? And here we have two months. So this is something that would have to be compared, uh, let's say year over year, uh, maybe even the past 18 months to truly understand this data. And of course, looking at other things like interest rates and um, housing rates taken into consideration, right? So uh, stock prices, again, have been up for the entire uh, year, actually. The S&P year to date is up 14.85%, uh, right? So 
according to the stock market, uh, there is no recession at all, right? Uh, again, we're in, the, we're in this weird position with high interest rates and high inflation that there really is no solid uh, data that's all leaning towards one direction, right? It's all kind of all over the place. And that makes sense um, being with the, uh, the bank runs we've dealt with, uh, so many other things. I mean, COVID, we're still seeing the effects of COVID right now in the market. Um, it's, it's really a weird time for predicting, right? And I'm sure, it, not, not that I'm just saying that, but you can go look at any uh, news station like Bloomberg or your local channel news or whatever it may be uh, for economic data. And essentially they're all gonna have different opinions, right? Uh, so continuing, uh, looking at changes in business and consumer borrowing, um, a higher rate of consumer borrowing typically means people are uh, spending more, right? So if it's going up, that means we are uh, not seeing the effects of a recession because in a recession, people tend to spend less, right? The economy is in a contraction period. Everything's slowing down. There is uh, less money fueling around the economy, right? So changes in business and consumer borrowing uh, were up 5.7% uh, for 2023. However, uh, this is a low or one of the lows, excuse me, uh, for the past five years. So since 2018, it has typically been higher than this. Now, that is an indicator that an economy uh, may be slowing down, right? That people are borrowing less. Um, however, it is good to note that uh, this is directly linked to uh, interest rates, right? Interest rates have been again, raked higher uh, for the past 10 times they've gone up, not down for over the past year. So um, taking that into consideration, again, this is something that we would have to uh, have a deeper analysis of, right? Looking into it. But my goal here is to give you all information, right? Because everyone can just throw the word uh, recession around, right? Uh, inflation, interest rates, right? What does it all mean? That's what's most important to me. That's why I do what I do. So, um, yeah, guys, take all of this information into consideration. Um, use it. Uh, if you're an investor, uh, look deeper into it right before making any any defined uh, plans for investing. Right. If you're just a consumer, right, if you're someone who just wants to get into investing, whatever it may be, uh, please look into counseling or consulting with a uh, finance professional who can help you give this information, right? And uh, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in. I'm Christian Fields, your host, and uh, happy Juneteenth. Enjoy your three-day weekend, guys. I will see you next week.